The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. Uh, Discerning of spirits to another, different kinds of tongues to another, the interpretation of tongues. But all these work that one and the self-same spirit dividing to every man severally as he will. Uh, Okay, let's go to verse 30. You there? Yes, amen. Have all the gifts of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret, but covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. And then in the next chapter, he talks about the love of God. Okay. Now, I said all that to say this. There are a lot of churches that are dead. And the reason for that, these things are supposed to be happening every single day. Because we are a supernatural church. And God is not, He doesn't sit and keep quiet. He's talking all the time. He's communicating all the time. And He's got different administrations (coughs) and different gifts and so forth and so on. And so the big question here is, how come we don't see that? And the answer is very simple. Is it because those things have passed away? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. no. Is it because the Spirit of God is not in the mood? No. 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 The answer to that is very simple. And I read it to you, the last verse of that chapter. It says, I will show you a more excellent way. And then obviously it's the famous First Corinthians chapter 13. And he talks about us. Walking in love, he yeah, talks about. He, he's talking. Yeah, he's talking about maturity. Mm-hmm. And now you got to understand, why do I say that these gifts should be in operation every single day? Because guess what? We are sitting with a world that is full of hurt. Mm-hmm. They in darkness. They need answers. Yes. They need mm-hmm. solutions. Mm-hmm. And we've got a dad that's got the answer to everything. Yes. But when we're not. Walking in love, guess what? We block our dad off. And you don't see those gifts. Now. You said all this. I said all that. Just uh, uh, That's a little backdrop. So, Sunday. Mm -hmm. Something came up. We we had a bunch of stuff to do on Sunday. And then (coughs) our neighbor wanted some help with... um, licensing and so forth, <laughs> Marius. And uh, he said to me, can't I help him now? And I said to him, he said, he's just got to go to the chemist. He's going to be half an hour. So I said, okay. And Megan and I had other stuff to do. And so we were handling some stuff. And then I said to her, all of a sudden, I just said to her, uh, we need to go to the store and we need to go now. And she's like, she still said to me, why? Wow, what's the hurry? I said, no, we've got to go now. 
see how this fits in so we hop in the car and our new place is Sunridge Village. Yes, it never used to be. Yeah, so. but now it's Sunridge Village. So we just go there. And I started this new thing. All of a sudden, I now park at the back. I never yes. did that in, before. Ask Megan. We park in the front. Struggle but, to look for parking. But, you know, we just drive around in circles and so forth. But we got this new thing now where we park in the back. Isn't that interesting? Well. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> So we go and park in the back, and we're coming in from the back entrance. And as we come in from the back entrance there, we see Francois sitting Not on me. the... Not me, you saw Francois. <laughs> okay, true. I was like walking straight to Woolies. <laughs> <laughs> so, Francois sitting there, and Wayne is facing me, and he sees me sneaking up, and I, w I wanted to poke uh, Francois' ribs here. <laughs> and... Uh, Cut a long story short, uh, I surprised him and, and we had a good time and we started chatting and he introduced me to Wayne, who's here tonight. Hi now, Wayne. Now, Wayne's from Kronstadt. Originally from East London. Originally from everywhere. He's been there. <laughs> yeah. But he, he's down from Kronstadt and the four of us are just chatting. And then the next second... He doesn't know, he doesn't know us, you understand? No, we just met. He doesn't know us. Then he looks at Megan, just in a casual conversation, Megan yeah, saw... Yeah, I didn't even know he was talking to me. He <laughs> says, you, you got a book in it. Now, yes, she does have a book, and she's been talking to me about this book that she's been wanting to write for some time, and it's titled, Love, the Key to Prosperity. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. And she's always talking, oh, she's going to write this, she's going to write this. <laughs> this guy says... And wait, and I put it, I, just, I actually was going to not do it because I just lost yeah. interest in it. That sounds bad. But and, and he says, uh, you've got this, this book. In fact, you've got a couple of books. Then he says, now this is interesting. Then he says, do you, do you guys have children? I said, no. Now, the Lord said to me, Years ago, he told me, I'm going to have a little girl. Mm. Years ago. Okay? And that was actually in an open vision. I was wide awake. I was... Uh, my natural physical senses were suspended. Just like with Peter. That sat on the, on the rooftop. And I saw this little girl. And man, she's just absolutely stunning. Just beautiful. And there were things that I experienced while I was awake. Just, it, it marked my thinking forever. So, I told Megan about this, and um, time progressed, and of course, we've got other things that we're focusing on and so forth. And she said to me last year, you know what, I feel like the Lord is, is saying that our daughter should be called Joy. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. So, I still, I still said to her, now listen we to this. We've got baby stuff and everything. Yeah, eh? we've got baby stuff right now. We, yeah. we put aside. Yeah. Tell me the Lord's not good. Come on. Yeah, of course he is. So, he says, she says to me, I think the Lord is saying that our daughter's name should be Joyce. I went like this here. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I said, she said, no, I, I really feel it. I said, listen. We're going to pray about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, this guy, 
eavesdropping in the spirit and picking up our stuff. And at that point, I was, again, another thing I was going to consider not even going down that path. Now, the the Lord showed me that in an open vision, and then on another instance, He showed me our little girl again. And, um, man, she had just bathed. In, and as a matter of fact, I had two dreams of her, and she had just bathed, and then she she piddled, and it, it went on the floor through a diaper, of course, and she took her little hand like this, and she just stretched it out just as big, and she just splashing around there in the puddle, and I picked her up, and I said, oh, your mama, oh, I've got to tell your mama about this, and I, of course, I shared that with her. Wayne comes and he says, do you, do people have children yet? I said, uh, no. And he said, you, you're going to, you're going to have a little girl. Mm-hmm. Megan's eyes were big. The, now listen, how does the spirit of God work? He doesn't tell someone else something that I've never heard of yeah. before. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. He tell, he's going to say something that the spirit of God already told me. Okay, so if someone ever prophesies or gives a word to you and you've never heard anything about it, toss it out. That's how it works. He goes like this here, and her name is Joy. I had goosebumps that came out of my skin like thorns, man. I tried to push them down. I was like, whoa. And then, of course, um, he said some things about me and about my ministry. And uh, very spot on. And he he told me that I need to continue and heal to the prophetic ministry. And he said, God will tell you of things to come and it's going to happen. That has already happened. Yes, it is. That has happened many times. Mm-hmm. And there's things that I can tell you that he's told me that has come to pass. And there's things that he told me that's still going to come to pass. For the nation. But what I wanted to emphasize on emphasize is that was dad talking to us. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that's not to put any pressure on you that you must deliver a word tonight. You know Jesus? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but now I want to add to that. And I don't need to add too much to that because he kind of pointed it out by himself just by opening up it his mouth. It was the one thing about you that stood out the most. He's got a revelation of how much his dad loves him. You can hear it. You should have heard him that day in Sunridge Village when we were there. He doesn't know a thing about us. It's This is the second time we're meeting, is that right? Yes. Yeah. So this is not some kind of a trick. This, this is kingdom business. This is how it operates. But you should have heard him. You should have heard the love. You should, you should, he, yes. knows. he knows his dad loves him. Mm. He was flowing in the love that day. And he can't stop talking about his dad. And he yes. talks about... He, he spoke, and this is something that I've always believed. I never mentioned anything about it. I didn't think I needed to. I just thought other believers thought the same. But he was saying things like... You know, these other denominations, 
at the end of the day, and this is what I actually got into a, a discussion one day with someone and they wanted to fight with me. And I said to them, they wanted to fight with me over doctrine. And I just said to them at the end of the day, do you believe Jesus Christ is Lord? Yes, yes I do. If you had to die today, are you going to heaven? Yes. I said, the same for me. So, so why do you need to fight? So what's, yes. what's the hassle? We come from different houses. Yeah. And that was, that's the exact same thing he said. Different houses, one foundation. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, can you see why the gifts could flow so easily? Yes, because love was in operation. Can you see now why I'm pressing in on all of you people and I'm asking you, did you read your love scriptures? It's not a waste of time. Something is going to happen. Do you know, uh, let me just add this. And you guys streaming, I just want you to uh, listen as well. There's a guy named Simpiwe that Andrew and I did some contract work with. And when Andrew and I, we ended that deal, uh, shortly after that, Simpiwe also ended that deal. And after that, he, we stayed in contact, but not visiting anyone. Mm. And the Lord brought up Simpiwe on my mind. And he said, reach out to him again, because he's not saved. But you can, you can tell that he's open to the gospel. And I said, okay, and we had a lot of stuff to do. I mean, just, I don't want to know what it's going to be like when we've got 20,000 members, you know. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. <laughs> but, and the church. Yeah. And then uh, the Lord brought up Simpiwe's name again. Well, I didn't do anything about it. And then today Simpiwe messaged me. And then I was like, oh, okay. So we chatted a little bit, you know. And uh, I said to him, I'd like to get together with you sometime. And just let me know when it's available and so forth. And he's keen. So I want you guys to pray for Simpiwe's salvation. All right. If you can do that, just hold him up in your prayers. And then, uh, Andrew, you want to um, say that we should pray for a, a girl named Robin as well, yeah. eh? She's also open. Yeah, she's in another town, another small town, um, formerly Grahamstown. It's now Makanda. <laughs> <laughs> we better edit that part out. But anyway, <laughs> um, let's let's pray for Robin as well. She's, um, you know, sometimes you've got to tell them, you need to do this, you need to do that. Yeah. And if they're desperate enough, yeah. then you can help them a little bit further. But if you just put everything in their lap, they're not interested. Mm. Like she's she's open. Yeah, she's open. And uh, I minister to her like a lot. Yeah. And uh, to the point that uh, she's going to go buy her own Bible. Yeah, she wants to buy her own so, Bible now. So, beautiful. hallelujah. Yeah. Okay. So, can you see why I'm focusing on this? God is your Father. Man, I tell you what. If you if you know that, if you know that He's your Father, uh, I tell you, it just that gap. It ju you just get rid of that gap. It's gone, and then you move, and then you add to There's that. There's no place for fear. There's no place for fear, no. and then you add to that. You got a loving father, and so that's what our message is about tonight. <laughs> so that was a little introduction. Sure. But can you see how necessary 
love is. If you want to see the gifts, if you want to see deliverance, if you want to see healing, if you want to see provision, if you want to see all these things, you've got to know that He loves you. And you've got to know it down here. And it takes this, it takes the written word. You go and take that and you focus on it until it flows out. You heard him talk tonight. I like that. Thank you for doing that. Okay, you didn't know you were going to do it, but you did it. <laughs> can, can I maybe share a little yeah. bit more? Yes. You don't have to get it right. Yeah. No, you don't. Um, I, was, I was watching something today again, you know, and um, I think it's this, um, um, this, this journey, the, the, the Jesus of my journey, each of us have got a Jesus of our journey. Brew. God has got such a, there's such a tenderness inside of you. But uh, um, um, you're thinking in your mind at the moment, saying, just how is this going to be possible? I'm not even there yet. I'm not even, um, you know. But what I'm going to say is this, you know, that God has had your back, even from a small boy. You've got, mm. There was stuff that you got that you almost took you out, bro. Almost took you out. And God had, had stepped in, in place. Um, it stepped, uh, stepped in place, Brew. Um, you haven't got blue eyes for nothing. <laughs> you haven't got blue eyes for nothing. People have misread you. Um, uh, people have misread you, and they've, uh, um, um, you know, they've, they've taken you as, a, as a, a different kind of character. But I see a man of authority, and and, and when you speak, things move. And uh, I believe this that, that God wants to put His word in your mouth. That, uh, that you will speak and, and things will move in the spirit as in the physical as well. Hallelujah. And, uh, um, and, and, um, and it's coming from a place of root. Um, no one gets it right. No, you, you, you don't hear this, but we don't hear it right. All mm. our own righteousness is like yes. filthy rags. Mm. It's, it's like filthy rags. But uh, 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 this is what I love about, uh, about the Father. He's never called us to be the judges, but he's called us just to be a conduit of his love. Mm. Because the judgment happened with Jesus 2,000 years ago when he died. Mm. Yes. Amen. Um, he says, as a bruised reed I will not break, and the smothering flax I will not put out. And even if a mother, mother and father uh, will forget about you and reject you, he says, I will never, never leave That's you. That's one of our love scriptures. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will never, never leave you, and I will never forsake you. I have formed you in your mother's womb, and, and you know, and, and, that, and that goes for every single one of us. God has formed us, mm. so He knows us intimately. You need to understand this: is that before the foundation, well, I'm talking about a spiritual thing here. Your daughter was born in the spirit before she was going yeah. to become a reality. Mm. You were born in the spirit before you became a reality. Mm. Yeah. It's not by coincidence that we are yeah. here. Yes. Well, yeah, with a purpose. Yeah, we've made it in. We've made it into life with a. With a, a, we won the race. Yeah, yeah. You won the race. Yeah. You won the race. You won the race. It was mm-hmm. makes you special. Yeah. It's what makes you beautiful. It yeah. what makes you awesome. And um, 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 it's not about getting the code right. Mm. That the Bible is a direction to the Father. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a letter. It's a love letter from God. Listen, mm. this is a way to live. Try these things out, and guess what? I, I can guarantee you that a prosper life. Mm. And it's not a case of, oh, now I've got to beat myself up. But you know what? I did that for years. Mm. I'm not going to do that to you. You don't have to do that beating yourself every mm. time because you get things wrong. And, and that's a lie from the pit of hell as well. Mm. That, that, yes, what, what Jesus has done for us. Um, um, that God even calls us sons. Yeah. That uh, made us co sitting with him and at his right hand, reigning over all principality, powers, and wickednesses in high places. 
So it's a, it's a, a, a God goes and does this. He says, listen, you, people might see you as nothing, but I'm giving you my identity, and that's mm. washed clean with my blood. You might be a, 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 a in, in, in normal people's eyes, you'll, you'll be discarded and that kind of thing, but you know what? You'll always be loved. You have a home. No one gets left behind. No one gets left behind. Mm. And, uh, um, you know, that's just been the, the Jesus of my journey. Look, uh, ask me if I've had a, a perfect life. No, I haven't. Ask me if I've done things uh, right and wrong. I've done things right and wrong. I've failed in my, in my Christian walk. There's a place that God wants to take you, that you have victory in, in your circumstance. You know, and, um, and, and even through the confusion where, okay, what is grace? What is love? Well, all these questions that we ask about the gospel. Mm. Don't, keep, don't stop searching. Mm. Keep on asking the questions. And in your seeking for God, you know that, 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 that your seeking for God is proof that you really love it. Yes. And, and God sees it that you get angry because of the things that jump in the way and, and, and separate you from it. And he sees that. Mm. I, I, I said this to a gentleman. I, um, a, an evil man doesn't have one inkling of, 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 of the thought of God in his thoughts. Mm. Yes. An evil man doesn't think about God at all. The mere fact that you're thinking about God means that God's got your number. Mm. He's got your number. Yeah. Yeah. That's lovely. It freaked me out to understand. Yeah, yeah, I was just telling Trevor and him, you know, uh, mm. because, um, um, you know, um, uh, uh, the Egyptian, uh, uh, apparently the Egyptian culture, they believed, they said, if you could name your God, you can control it. You know, we've got... But that's the thing. I mean, that's why God uh, didn't permit the, the children of Israel mm. to uh, basically market place, because wherever you put a, a, a thing down in your market, you call that place holy. And yet God has done this for us, that he has made us the dwelling place. Yes. And makes you holy. Beautiful. Because of Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. Okay. So, um, yeah, now, uh, look at the, uh, the love that God has for each one of us. It's from, from the place, yes... There's victory to overcome. Yeah. There's victory, you know, and, and, and it comes through His Spirit. If we allow the Holy Spirit to work in our lives, if we allow ourselves to stay teachable, mm -hmm. you're going to slip and fall that scripture from, from Proverbs. Uh, I don't want to take up too much time. No. Um, and, um, it says, when a righteous man will fall several times. The reason why we rise up is because we have a hope, is that Jesus has already paid the price for all our sicknesses, for our sins, all our faults, all our iniquity, and everything. So what we do is we look at His righteousness and not my sin consciousness. Mm. I have to look at Him as my righteousness, but at His righteousness, at the garment that He wears, at the garment that He gives me, at His kingdom, which is a separate righteousness. And by looking at it, you know, it's, and the devil will come up with the past, and that's the other thing. The mm. devil always come up with things for the past. Yes. Not just to say, you know, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you've washed me clean with the blood. I thank you, you called me to your son. All mm. these are possible. Yes. All things have become new. And I stand righteous. I stand holy. I stand without blame before you in love. In love. In love. You know, so, and it's a journey. Enjoy yes. it. See, and, and don't be so hard on yourself. That's the other thing. <laughs> Enjoy the enjoy the ride. Go surfing. Go fishing. <laughs> I don't like the sharks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, keep, 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 enjoy. Cool. That's cool. All right. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, now it's your turn. So obviously, this conversation stuff all went in a completely different direction, but it's cool because you started my end part of my message. So. <laughs> so I'm going to try and work backwards. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Yeah. So I might actually just...
throw the notes out the window. But anyway, so we've been focusing on the love of God, mm. um, knowing Him as a Father, um, sonship and fellowship of the Father. So that's our focus for the year. And this is subjects that we really do not have rooted in us, but we need to. Yeah. Because we need to grow in love. We need to grow in the knowledge of our Father's love in order for us to flush out the fear. Because the fear is unfortunately prevalent in everyone. We need to get rid of it so that we can walk out the victories that Jesus already laid up for us. So, I was reading a scripture the other day from James and it talks about the engrafted word. Mm. And that word just stuck with me. I couldn't let it go. And so, you know, in thinking of what to talk about, Trevor said, no, why don't you talk about the engrafted word, you know? And I thought, okay, you know, I'll do that. I'll ask the Lord. <laughs> I'll ask the Lord. <laughs> anyway, so I did. And it just felt right. It felt like this is what I need to speak about because that word, that word just got stuck on me. So in reading the scripture over and over, I realized I had totally missed the meaning of engrafted. I had mm. this whole engraving thing going on. So where's my little prop? Here it is. <laughs> okay. What, okay. What verse is it, James? So James chapter 121. We're actually going to read it. So if you can go there. Um, I've got it from two different translations. So I'm going to read them both to you. This is the process you need to follow if you are wanting to learn more about the love of your father. Yeah. Um, it's actually a really easy process because mm. everything the Lord tells you to do is so simple. We make it difficult. So James chapter 1 verses 21 from the King James says, uh, if you're all there, sorry, I'm just Amen. scooting. Amen. I realized <laughs> I've lost about 45 minutes of my <laughs> Is everyone there? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, James chapter 1, verse 21, King James Version mm -hmm. says, um, Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. Mm. Then the Amplified Classic, which we always love, um, says, so get rid of all the uncleanness. And I wrote the filthy, dirty, corrupt, perverted. Um, and the rampant outgrowth of wickedness. In a humble, gentle, modest spirit, receive and welcome the word, which implanted and rooted in your heart contains the power to save your soul. Mm. Okay. So we all got born again. Mm. And your spirit got born again, not mm -hmm. your soul. So mm. your soul is pretty much rooted in that old way of thinking. You know, you know about God, but that's as far as it goes. You got all this filthiness and pervertedness, and okay, it doesn't always yeah. have to mean that kind of <laughs> <laughs> filthiness, and you know your mm. old ways, the ways that are, yeah. you know, led by the flesh and by our own five. Five physical senses. That's it, yeah. five physical senses. So we need to change that. We need to get in line with our dad because we are made in his image. Mm -hmm. So in order to be like him, you literally have to go through a process, which is very, very easy, 
by putting the word in you. Because his word is so powerful. It literally says here, the engrafted word has the power to save your soul. Yeah. Now, I want to add to that. If you knew what that meant, you would be screaming for joy. That right there is tremendously powerful, mm. but it sounds a little technical. And so we're going to break it down so that you can understand it. Now, if you know anything about planting and trees and so forth, an avo tree or a citrus tree, you cannot grow it from seed. Did you know this? It's going to grow, and it'll, a shoot's going to come up, and the whole thing, and it'll even bear fruit. But the chances of that fruit being good is very low. And so if you know specifically about avo trees, the problem with avo trees is, I think there's something like, out of every 400 trees that are grown from seed, that fruit comes out whack, tastes horrible, produces fruit, looks normal, yes. it tastes whack. So what they do is they graft an avo tree or they graft a citrus tree. Have you ever seen, if you go to the nursery, you'll see uh, a lemon tree specifically. It, it comes up so far and then it's got this little, it, it looks like it's grown skew. Yeah. That was because it was grafted. Yeah. Okay. So all that means is they started the process, they took the seed, they put it in the ground, and they looked after it. And a shoot came up. And they let it grow and let it grow and let it grow until it was strong enough. And what they did was they went to a tree that produces good fruit, a healthy tree. And they cut off a clipping. And then... They get rid of the main tree. So there's only a stump. And then what they do is they graft it. And this is the, this is the image. Now, technically, this is a, a, a clipping from a guava tree. But picture this in the ground. Okay. And what they do is they let this thing grow up like this. And then snip it there. Why? We don't want this one's fruit. Yes. Mm. Because we don't know, it's too much of a risk if it's going to come out good. So we go to a tree that we know produces good fruit and we take off a healthy clipping from there. And then what we do is, you'll see they slice the bark open over there mm. and they do the same on this side. It's almost like they skin it and then... They you, slide them into each other. Yeah. And then you bind it. Yeah. Now, it's not done yet. we still got to look after this thing. Mm. Until they become one. So what you're looking for, how do we know that this is it's taken off? Let me show you. This is one of my coffee trees oh, that sorry. I'm growing. And thank God they don't have to be grafted. <laughs> But I want you to see something here. There's a tiny little shoot right there at the top. Can you see it? Yeah. Can you just pass it there to them so they can see? This is show and tell. <laughs> yes, you mustn't do that. 
Can you see there? The, you'll see a small little leaf that has come up right in the middle. Now that is what you are looking for when you graft a plant. That's what you're looking for, that little leaf. Then we know we're looking for the graft that comes out of the clipping. And then we know it's going to mimic the fruit of the other one, the, the healthy tree that we cut it off. Mm -hmm. That's what we're after. We know it's not going to produce fruit anymore of its own kind. Yes. It's not a risk anymore. So this is where the word of God comes in. I want to tell you something about this. This is tremendously powerful. Now, you got born again. Your spirit got recreated in Christ Jesus. But your soul, it's not saved. Yes. Otherwise, the scripture would have said it is saved. But it says it is the engrafted word is able to save your soul. So what does that mean? And now don't forget, we are still talking in line with him being our father. Yes. Mm -hmm. We're talking in line with him being a loving father. Mm -hmm. He loves us. We need to come to a place where our mind is it's accepted. That, yes. It's producing the fruit of what the word says, mm -hmm. not of ourselves. You see, we can be born again, but in, what does the scripture say? You need to renew your mind. Why? If it was saved, you wouldn't have to do that. But there's work that you need to do. So now I'll give you a very good example of this. I see people. I'm not going to say I see dead people. No. <laughs> I, see, I see people. <laughs> I see born-again Christians, and you can tell that their souls are not saved mm. by the way they speak, by the decisions that they make. Yeah. You can tell that. Years ago, I got a revelation by the Spirit of God on the wisdom of God. And that, that actually saved my soul. I didn't know I was doing that. I had no idea I was going through that whole process, but I did it. And the Spirit of God, He did His work. What does Jesus say the Father is? He's the husbandman. He He's the gardener. Mm. And so the Lord just, what does He say? He, he cuts back the leaves, come yeah, on. He prunes them. So that you can bear what? Much More truth. fruit. Yes. So he went and he cut back the leaves for me. And then he took his word. Yeah. His word produces really good fruit. Mm -hmm. It produces perfect fruit. But me on, by myself, with an unrenewed mind, with a soul that is not saved, I can't produce the type of fruit that he can produce. Remember when Jesus said, I have ordained you to bear fruit? Yes. Mm -hmm. He's talking about from his word. So I went and I took the word on the wisdom of God. And the spirit of God just went there and grafted. he grafted that into me. Now, watch this. It is able to save your soul. This is just one area. Mm. 
And once that revelation took root inside of me, guess what? My soul got saved. Now, what does that mean? Everything that happens after that, I don't think like I used to think anymore. Why? The leaves are gone. This side is gone. I've only got this now. And this is why Andrew thinks the same way as well. Whatever comes up against us, we go and we seek out the wisdom of God because our soul has been saved. What does that mean? We only got this. I don't have this anymore. So I'm not trying to figure out, should I do my own thing or should I do God's thing? I don't do that anymore. Ask her. She knows. She knows every single time now, I go and seek him on what to do next. Because I, I know I've got this fruit. It says wisdom is the principal thing. But now imagine, imagine if you had this fruit that he's your father. And this was gone. Yeah. Imagine you had this fruit of the year from this clipping, which represents the word that he's not only your dad, but he absolutely loves you. And your soul was saved in that area. That means it doesn't matter if hell comes up against you. You're resting. Yes. Because you know he loves you. It's not just talk. Do you want to add anything? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was my whole message. <laughs> just something interesting to add to that, because now I'm adding to your message. <laughs> you can do. You can do that. Um, I was reading up about the grafting of the trees. Yeah, l- listen to this. This is good. How do you know what I'm going to say? Because you shared it with me. <laughs> it says that the grafting process takes three to eight weeks to before it shows a little bud or a little leaf. So from the moment that you've grafted it and you've tied it, and then they normally put plastic around it to protect it, three to eight weeks, and then you will see the process taking shape. They've grown into each other. It's successful, and you'll see a little, little, what's it? A little bud come out. And one of the things that I've always, always loved, uh, we we got to go and watch Dr. Caroline leave a couple of years ago Mm. and she's a neuroscientist and she studies the mind and the brain and how it all works and everything. And she said as well, all new habits and things are created between, well, it works out exactly the same way, 21 days to 63 days. So your process is like no matter what you're doing like now if you're taking the love of god and you want to grow and develop in that yeah. you literally have to take scriptures on the love of god and be determined yeah like go in what was the the one thing i wrote you like starting the grafting process yes, you, that's, that's, that's what exactly you're what you're doing you cut it you've decided yeah. oh, that's it i'm tired of my old way of thinking I want to think like my dad does because your soul is your mind and your will and your emotions. And you need to change all of that. Yeah, that's your job. Yes. The laws are going to yeah. do that. So you've now decided I'm, I'm done with that old way of, way of thinking. I'm going to work. I'm going to line myself up with my dad. Yeah. So now I'm cutting yeah. off the leaves and I'm grafting that word about my father loving me into myself. Yeah. 
And if you do that consistently for three weeks, you will already start seeing the benefits of it. And you can enjoy the fruit. Exactly. Mm. So they do say 21 days to 63 days to, well, full 63 days to form a habit. Mm. Um, and it's so interesting that that works with trees as well. Three to eight weeks, which is... 21 to 63 days, exactly mm. the same. I don't think it's a coincidence no. that the Lord worked it out like that. So you've got to be determined to say, you know what? Uh, and you can use this in whatever area you want to. Mm. You know, if you in healing or finances or whatever, deliverance, whatever. You can take those scriptures and you start implanting them into your heart by reading them every day, listening to teachings every day, speaking those words out of your mouth every single day, getting that like so ingrained in you that after 63 days or, you know, yeah. uh, eight weeks, whichever you prefer, same thing, you will start seeing the benefits of putting that in you you will actually see the word working for you yeah and i mean it says it has the power to save your soul yeah and that's what you're looking for and you're going to have your soul saved in that area that you're studying out yeah. and working towards because I, I can tell you now I, I actually thought about this when she just got stuck and obviously that was the spirit of god that just gave that to her and she just could not let this go she couldn't let this go and we were digging around in this and digging around in this and so forth. And the Spirit of God said to me, Hey, do you think like you used to think in the area of big decision making and so forth? I said, No. I actually don't. He said, That's because your soul is saved. Yes. It's gone. The other clippings are gone. Mm. I can't produce that fruit anymore because my soul is saved in that area. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Can you? So what I'm saying is, if we follow this, and we take this advice here from the Lord, and we go through our scriptures, this is, you know, this whole list of scriptures that I got yes. here on on the love of God and how much He loves us and so forth. This is your clippings. This is the clipping that you want grafted into you mm -hmm. so that you can think this way. Mm. And I tell you what, it will change you. Mm. It will absolutely change you. And from that, the gifts will start flowing. Yeah. I just want to add that one of the things that I also um, was focusing on is that when they graft the trees, they always they tie them tightly together and then they put um, plastic around it. Yeah. Um, to seal it up and it's to protect it against the conditions and to make sure that it stays in place and I just felt like the Lord was saying you know one of the things that we need to do is in a process like this you've got to do the exact same thing while that grafting process is happening you have to protect that word yeah. every single day with everything in you because mm -hmm. you know the word says the devil comes to steal yeah. like he comes for the word yeah so the moment you implant that word, he's coming for it immediately because he doesn't want it grafted into you. Yeah. So you've got to protect it. That's when like, you know, when you're getting into the word, you'll notice someone will come and start an argument or you'll do something that will completely set you off or whatever. Mm. And it's all a distraction to pull you away from the word, mm. get you into strife, get you into anger, into bitterness, whatever the case may be. You've got to say to yourself, no, <laughs> mm. I am busy grafting you. Yeah. <laughs> busy grafting I mean, you. Yeah. And you've got to literally 
Like, um, turn away from that. Ignore that. Walk in love towards whoever's coming mm. against you because you want to see the word flourish in your life. And there's, this is the only way you're going to do it. If you're mm. going to fall for everything that comes against you, you're going to lose your footing and you're going to start all over again because it's not a case of picking up and moving forward again. You literally have to start from day one again, putting it in you, putting it in you. Mm. You've got to make this important to you. You've got to make it important that knowing that your father loves you is the most important thing on your list. Nothing else is more yeah. important because I can promise you with that revelation, you will be able to move in such power yeah. because you're flushing out the fear. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be able to read his word on healing and be healed instantly. Yeah. You'll be able to read his word on finances and be like, Money's going to come in. God's going to bring you opportunities. Mm. Like whatever the case is. Okay, he'll probably tell you to sow, but that's cool. You won't have any fear, so you'll do that. <laughs> you know. And whatever the case, <coughs> people that are, I mean, we've got people who want to be delivered from anxiety. Mm. Um, and that's another thing. When you're filling yourself up with a word on love, you've got no fear. Like the fear gets flushed out and there's nothing to be anxious yeah. about. Yeah. So this... Okay, we, we are focusing on the love of God, so we are definitely pressing into that. So all I can say is you are, you'll never make a mistake if you determined to study out the word mm. and put it in you. Um, don't read it over once. No. Don't mm. take a scripture and read it once and think you've got all you've got out of it. That'll never happen. Yeah, that's, that's why I always tell someone that wants to go for healing. Mm. They can't do it like half mass. No ways. You've They've got, got to, to go like full force. What I did. Yes. Like every day. Yeah. Yes. Every day, every day, every day. Exactly. You can't do it like a little bit in the morning yeah. and like expect to get it. It's no. not going to work like and that. And that's another thing that, that the Lord sort of pointed out to me is that people are very impatient. They want to yeah. see results right yeah, now. And you cannot have that. Mm. Yes, there are miracles and miracles come from our dad and they're awesome. They really are. But what do you learn from that? You only learn that there's a miracle available. But when the next storm comes, are you going to wait for another miracle? Mm. Or are you going to learn to walk in the ways of your father and claim that stuff yourself? Mm. I mean, don't you want to be victorious when people yes. come to you, oh, I'm sick, I need healing. You can pray for them immediately. Yeah. You know, or, or you hit a financial snag and you know exactly what to do in that situation. You don't go, oh, Lord, I need a miracle. No. Mm. No, you don't need a miracle. You're a child of God. You've got all the tools to succeed. Yes, Use amen. them. Amen. So the word is all your tools. And yeah. Okay, it's also your clipping into your, yes. to graft into yourself. So, yeah. So I'm basically just saying, read your word, study it out, eat it. The Lord said to me once before, he said, don't eat the word like you eat your food. Fast. Because I went through a stage where I would always eat very quickly and then I'd have wins and I'd be like, oh, it was terrible. And he said, don't ever eat my word like that. He said, eat slowly, munch on it, mm. think on it. Mm. And like, because there's a thing that says you're supposed to chew it like a hundred times. Yes. You're saying, chew your food slowly so that your body can digest it properly. Mm. Your spirit needs to digest that word. And it, it grabs, like your body grabs the nutrients, your mm. spirit grabs what it needs as well. Mm. And he said, like, you've got to take that, that plate of word mm. <laughs> and eat it slowly, digest it, study it out. Don't just gulp it down and miss it. Mm. And let me add to that as well. I like that. Um, people are impatient. People want yes. things done now. Mm. But they don't understand that when you start the grafting process, yes. 
this is forever. Mm. Yeah. You've you, you got to step back and you've got to look at the bigger picture. That's what you're actually after. When you graft a plant, it sounds like we're in a, you know, we're in a nursery class. <laughs> but when you graft a plant, and especially if you've got a really good clipping and you're really excited about this. You've got this little abo tree I'm still waiting and for you, to you, you snip that thing off and you've got your new clipping and you pop it in there. You don't go and look outside the next day to see if it's nine feet tall and has it produced fruit. Yes. No one does that. But why are we doing that with a word? Yeah. When Jesus said, how shall I liken the kingdom unto? Oh, it's like a man that cast a seed into the ground. He's constantly, everything about the kingdom is with seed time and harvest. Yes. We see it in the Life garden of Eden. Him. We go and look in Jesus's ministry. He talks about the sower sows the word and he talks about the fruit and where it grows and so forth. In another place, he says, my father's the husband man. I'm the vine. You are the branches. You've been ordained to bear fruit. Everything is about sowing and reaping seeds. Mm -hmm. He talks about in first Peter that the word is incorruptible seed. Mm -hmm. And then he likens the Christian faith to be grafted into Israel. Yes. Can you see all these garden terms? Nothing's changed. Mm. So if we follow that, and I mean, if I had to go, and I'm just saying for me now, if I had to go and graft an abo tree, the very first thing I want to do is I want to make sure that the graft is working and the leaves, the, the new clipping that I got, those leaves aren't wilting up and they're not drying out. That's what I'm looking for. And if it's still green after a week, I'm like, this is good. This is good. We, we're getting somewhere. But the, the church is too much in a hurry. Mm. See, and then what you're really looking for, like I said earlier, is that little nib. A little bud, that new little shoot that comes out of that clipping. Now you know mm. they won. Mm. Now you know they won. That's what you're really after. And you know what happens when you see that? You get excited. You get excited Just about like that little... You're not excited that it, it hasn't grown yeah. seven feet tall. Yeah. That's not what you're after. You're after that little... The process little, is taken. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. So can you imagine, now, and I've experienced this once again, going through these love scriptures, mm. just reading it, just reading it, just reading it. Light comes. That's the way God um, did it. Mm. Now, why am I doing this? I'm starting a new graft. Mm. I want to be permanently convinced of his love for me. Mm. Permanently. Not just in the good times. Because guess what? Remember those two houses that Jesus spoke about? Mm -hmm. The one was built on the sand, the other one's built on the rock. Yeah. The one that was built on the rock, tell me, did the storm hit that house or not? It, it did, did hit that house. That's my point. Sure, I got the answer right. <laughs> That's my point. It, just because the house was built on the rock did not mean the storm is not going to come to that house. Yeah. Yeah. We're in this world, but we're not of it. Yeah. Yeah. So bad things happen to good people. 
There's your answer. But what I'm saying is, even though it wants to whack your house down, the decision is yours. If your house is built on a rock, if your soul is saved, guess what? When the storms hit, when the pressure is mounting, it's not going to be as bad as if it was. Let me just pick this up for illustration purposes. If you did not graph this and you're still stuck with this. You're born again. You're talking in tongues. You know you know scriptures and everything. But you stuck with this. And you stuck with this fruit as well. This is useless. There's no growth. There's no growth. You're just doing. And you got leaf fall. Yeah. <laughs> but you've got to get rid of this. And that takes time. And that's what you're after. You're after that grafting. You want to get rid of this so that you can take on this. Listen to some Caroline Leaf. Yeah. All right. But I tell you what, and how do you know if there's a little little bud or a little nib that is growing? I can share that with you. You'll know. Yes. You're You're reading this. You might be reading this for about two or three days. But now you can't do this once a week. Mm. This is a grafting. I'm looking after that ava tree. Mm-hmm. I'm making sure if there's any storms and so forth, that it hasn't taken root yet. It hasn't become one. And if the wind is too strong, it can snap that and, and take its life away. And I'll have to start all over again. So I'm going to go and protect it. I'm going to make sure it gets sufficient sunlight. I'm going to make sure that um, it gets watered and so forth mm-hmm. until the binding process becomes one. Yeah. Until that binding process becomes strong. That's what I'm after. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the delicate part. And that's what she spoke about. It takes two to three weeks. Um, or what? Eight weeks. Three to eight weeks. Now, when you're going through, that's what I'm talking about. So th- this is a process. You deliberately want to do this. Yes. Mm-hmm. In, that's where the scripture comes in. Study to show yourself approved. It's mm-hmm. not talking about a secular university people. I actually heard people talk about that. Did it say, did it say study, or did it say study the word? Study the word. Now, you're going through this for study purposes. You're studying this. You want to know this. Mm-hmm. You're spending time, and then all of a sudden, you get this little jiggle and a jam, <laughs> and a little excitement, you know. <laughs> Just out of, wow! And all of a sudden, like, you, you start seeing into... That's the little bud. Yeah. That's the little bud. You've just... You've experienced one little baby leaf. That doesn't mean you need to stop. It means you carry on. And the more you carry on, you're going to experience more of that. But it just changes your atmosphere. It changes the way you think. And you just flow with the Holy Ghost so easy. Amen. And you don't think twice. And in all of that, you're going through this, you're going through this, it's flushing out the fear, it's flushing out the fear, it's flushing out the fear. Yeah, perfect love casts out fear. Last week, we spoke about plants. Yes. This week, also about plants. Yeah. 
illustration. Yeah. And I, I'm telling you now, you, that's why I say, you make sure that you come here every Wednesday or you live stream or whatever the case may be, and you genuinely follow, I promise you this, by the end of this year, by December, you will be different. Yeah. And that's, that's our goal. Yeah, even if it means you won't have road rage. Yeah. <laughs> then you've definitely yeah. <laughs> we literally We literally, God's God, each one of us are individual gardens for God. Yes. Well, it's since we're getting you judge a tree by its fruit. That's yes. right. And you just read where that God prunes. Yeah. So we yeah. each one of us are basically a garden for God for God. Now, I'll I tell you what, Maurice, I've been faithful in reading this mm -hmm. every day. I've been faithful. I'm reading it and I'm reading it. And, and I'm telling you, I'm not the same. Mm -hmm. I'm not the same. Mm -hmm. The graft is working. Yes. Today, I had to go to spa to go and pick up some things. As I came around the bend, there was a woman that just had a car in the middle of the road and just sitting there. So I pulled up to a stop and I honked. Wow. She opened up her window and just went off and, and said some things in the French language, which I interpreted. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't take offense to it. Yeah, the old you would have climbed. <laughs> I would have. I tell you what, the old me. Sorry for her. I would have resurrected the old man if yeah. she if she was saved, <laughs> and I would have let her know why she's in the wrong. Yeah. But I just didn't care. She's going off, and you could see the scowl on her face. I'm busy playing a Christian song as well in the car. I'm busy listening to that. I'm looking at this woman. She's swearing. She's waving her arms at me. Blah blah blah. Did you wave back? <laughs> and I'm just I'm waiting for just lady. Can we just move along? It's amazing what this can do. What the yes. graph. This is this is not a waste of time. His word is alive. Yes. And I'm telling you, that bud has come up. And she drove off and then she realized, I think she must have felt really bad because she just her whole demeanor just changed. She just probably needed to get that out of her system. <laughs> and I didn't care. I'm thinking, am I going to be able to get those French sticks at spa? <laughs> but the graft is working. Yeah. Amen. The old me oh, would have bothered me. <laughs> I would have heard about it. <laughs> I've, I've actually chased after people. I said, pull over. There was a guy, um, and I'm just sharing this with you. The old me, we weren't married yet. So you can imagine how long ago this was. There was a guy, he was following behind me at night and he had his brights on. And uh, I slowed down drastically. He slowed down. He still got his brights on. Man, this ticked me off. So I waited for him to overtake. So as soon as he overtook and he came in front of me, I went and just gave him my best brights. <laughs> and he he weaved over into traffic and I chased after him. And then he went another way and I chased after him. Guys, this was before Megan, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he stopped and he was he was angry. So I'm shouting at him. I said, pull over. This is at night. I'm telling him, pull over now. So he pulls over, I pull over, and I start opening up the door. I'm not going to let him even get out the car. 
he thought this guy is crazy and he put his foot down and he sped off. <laughs> He's like, I'm never putting my brats on again. Yeah. But but that's not Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm after. Yeah. Amen. The graft is working. This woman just I did nothing wrong. I mean I could go and say to her, You're just sitting in the middle of the road, lady, what are you doing here? Blah blah blah, you know? <laughs> But I just didn't care. I, I honestly did not care. I just looked at her. And I'm, I'm singing to her. I thought, oh, this is such a good song. And I, I, that's what I'm focusing on. And I thought to myself, wow, that love is powerful. That really changed me on the inside. I'm looking at her and I've got no anger. I've got nothing towards her. Nothing. And I actually felt sorry for her when she drove off. That's compassion. Yeah. When she drove off, I thought to myself, wow, you're still there. Amen. I used to be there. Sure. I'm telling you, folks, the grafted word mm-hmm. of love. Yeah. It'll change you. So that's a good testimony. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we are over our time. And as always, I hope you guys enjoy the message. Yes. And as we always say, remember, faith comes by hearing. So, so keep, keep on, on hearing. hearing. Hey everyone, if you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.